Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Melanin and Miles. This week we are doing another interview and we are actually welcoming back Orion Brown, who is the founder and CEO of the Black Travel Box. It's a company that offers clean beauty essentials on the go for travelers of color. And if you missed her last episode, it was way back in like season two or three, something like that, (laughs) episode 48. So you'll got to dig deep to find when that episode was. I know we've had, I don't know what episode this will be when it comes out, but it's definitely way past 48. Make sure you go check it out. She shared with us how she started her brand and gave a lot of good advice for anyone looking to start a business and travel space. But this week, um, we just want to catch up with her and get some more travel updates and learn more about what's going on with Black Travel Box. So welcome back. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. No problem. So like I said, it's been a long while since we talked. So how have you been? Anything travel related since we last talked? Well, first off, congratulations on being far past episode 48. Right? <laughs> <Thank> like, you. <laughs> you're like, I can't even remember that far. Like, that's awesome. That's really, really <laughs> awesome. Um, and congrats on, on all the great content. Um, you know, it's, uh, travel's been a little bit interesting. <laughs> since yeah, we I'm, asked, I'm sure. Um, but it's, re- it's really, so I had some family things going on. So I, I did have to travel during COVID, which was a very interesting thing going back and forth between Denver and Chicago. Um, there was something eerily nice about how quiet Midway Airport was. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like you're walking through and all the signs and the lights are flashing and you can actually like read what's going on. All that that stuff that's coming in, that advertising and content that they have in the airport space um, because there's no people in between. So that was pretty cool. So recently I was able to get back to Chicago and spend time just kind of enjoying the city. It started to open up recently. The weather's been insanely nice. It's the one time of year that it is. And so from a travel perspective, it was a really cool kind of weekend, almost getaway. Um, Things like the riverfront where, you know, back in my day when I used to live there, there was nothing on the riverfront. You would, you know, take a, maybe a tourist boat or rent a catamaran or something and, you know, make your way out to Lake Michigan. 
Now they've got, you know, wine bars and tiki huts and all kinds of stuff along the waterway that you can um, sit there and have a drink and look out over the water, you know, well into the wee hours of the night. So it was really nice. Well, that sounds really cool. And going back to what you said about no one being in the airport, I completely understand that. There was one time where like, I forgot to empty my water bottle and I literally showed up maybe like 30 minutes before it was time to board my plane, but I could still like get back in the security line, rush through, you know, <laughs> empty my water bottle and all that. And I still made it like at least 15 minutes before my flight or my, my flight was boarding. Oh, you basically, yeah. you were living the dream. That's what Yeah, you, exactly. Because that never happened. <laughs> oh my gosh. And like just the, you even recently seeing now TSA being overrun with people like TSA pre-check, mm-hmm. um, I've never been jealous of the clear folks uh, until I was like, I'm waiting in line for pre-check. <laughs> <laughs> so travel is definitely coming back. Um, and I'm really excited about that. I do a wind down Wednesday every week on our Black Travel Box IG. And it's this, you know, live that we talk about travel because I was, I was missing it for the longest. So, um, and I've been telling people for weeks, like, I ter- I'm turning 40 next year. I'm, I'm doing four trips for 40. I, I have to. Um, and I've already started planning because it, we got to get all of this, this missed out on travel time in as soon as possible. Oh, no, I completely understand. That, that kind of ties into my next question is like, do you have any upcoming travel plans? Like, where do you want to go next? Oh my gosh. Um, I would say, so I will say this summer, I will be spending a lot of time back in Chicago just to enjoy it. Um, I have friends in Miami, I have friends in New York, and I'm like, if all is clear, I will come and visit you <laughs> so I can see humans again. But in terms of like the big international travel and like the really big, big trips, um, I'm definitely 85 and a half percent sure I'm going to Carnival, which I'm very excited about. I've never been. Um, I keep, I keep, I, I'm always asking people which one is the best and everybody says theirs is the best. Um, so it's hard to tell, but I may do Trinidad and, and um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I want to, I want to wear some feathers before it all drops. So um, that's going to be the first one. And, uh, and the pregnant sounds... on my birthday, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's nice. That sounds really lit. I definitely do want to, I want to do that too. And I have the same issue. Every time I ask someone, they want to say theirs is the best. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> right. And it, I mean, it's, I, I think that's the beauty of it. Everybody's so proud of the way that they do it or whether it be crop over or carnival or carnival or whatever, you know, depending on where it is, Toronto or like there's, 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 events everywhere and they're all beautiful and they're colorful and it's a lot of revelry and either way I'm still gonna be in bed by 10 30 let's just be honest so I'm <laughs> I'm there for say. like the daytime shenanigans and then like a solid nap um, <laughs> and but I think it's gonna be a lot of fun um, I've also got a friend Rhonda Wright um, who is putting together a trip to Antarctica and I am so here for it so like polar opposites no pun intended but you know you've got the running around half naked in feathers and then running around probably covered in down, right, <laughs> down in feathers in <laughs> yeah like how is that is it kind of like a cruise down there like how does that work yeah so typically what you'll do is go 
um, you'll you'll sort of fly down to the tip of South America, and then you'll take a, a ship out to Antarctica from there. Um, and because it's, I guess, at that point in the year, it should be closer to their summer. I think um, you know it'll be a little bit less cold. I won't say warmer because warmer would be misleading. Um, but I'm here for it. Like bundle me up. I've lived in Minnesota. I've lived in Chicago. I can go on a vacation to somewhere super cold, um, and say that I touched, I touched, you know, as close to the South pole as I, as I possibly could. So I'm really excited about that. That's a bucket list item. Yeah, that's pretty cool. An easy way to like get all the continents and like, you know, right. I can, I can have two continents in one trip, which I'm super excited about. The only <laughs> one I have left is Oceania. I haven't been to Australia or New Zealand. And that is definitely also on my bucket list. So. Hey, it's never too late. We're, you can do that for your um, for one of your four trips for 40. I know I, it's so hard to pick places because there's just so many amazing places. I was talking to someone the other night and she was like, oh, yeah, you know, I was at the pyramids of Giza and I was like, oh, man, that should be on my list for next year. <laughs> and it's just it's so hard because there's so many wonderful places and being a an entrepreneur and a startup founder and all of the things that we have as, you know, just black women that are just the plates we're spinning in our lives. I'm like, how am I going to have time to luxuriate <laughs> at the pyramids and, and still be, you know, superwoman. So it's going to be an interesting balance. And I do want to make sure that I don't make the travel a chore, but I also don't talk myself out of taking that time because it really is, you know, a major form of self-care for me. And so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to those experiences. Yeah. And that really ties into, I guess, my next question, because a lot of that is like the reason you started Black Travel Box, right? <laughs> definitely. Definitely. It was, I started out with the hypothesis that I can't be the only Black woman that uses uh, travel in lieu of therapy. Now I do go to therapy now. <laughs> <laughs> I since then have been doing that, but I mean, it was, it, it was one of those things that I would be, you know, on these trips and realized that there was always something a little bit off. And so, you know, our company is a personal care products company made for us. And it really is about making sure that you can present yourself and feel like yourself and really immerse yourself in the space that you're in rather than running around looking for products, um, being disappointed and just kind of being reminded that there's an entire industry of beauty and personal care that isn't made for you. Like I I think the second you get on the plane, there should be like no first world problems. Like let's just enjoy and be immersed and be like that person that you are on the inside. And especially when you leave this country, um, <laughs> there's, there's definitely different dynamics in other places. And sometimes you can kind of just get lost in the person of you as opposed to the personhood that is placed upon you that we see a lot, you know, just living in American society. So I'm like, you know, it, you should be able to wear your hair natural and you should be able to not be ashy and you should be able to feel and look your best and just immerse wherever you're at. Oh, that's beautiful because <laughs> I can't tell you the amount of times, like I just wanna go to the beach or like get in the pool, get in the water or something. But then I got to stress because I'm like, oh, I don't have this lotion with me. I don't have this with me. 
Yeah, it kills your vibe. <laughs> right, it does. So I'm going to just say thank you so much for starting this company. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I, when I first started, I wasn't sure if it was just me. I was like, I could just be complaining. I could just have these first world problems. But, um, you know, as I started to interview more and more people, and not just women, men as well, um, it's just the hoops we go through. You know, if you think about, okay, well, the simple answer is just put your hair in a protective style. Okay. But you're not going to wash your hair the whole time you're there. Right. You're not going to like, and it, you know, it's not that we, we, I mean, we do, we forego hygiene to try to keep up appearances as opposed to just having the things that we need available to us at the tips of our fingers. And we spend so much money on travel. The latest numbers I think is like $109.6 billion in just leisure travel. Wow. Um, so, you know, and, and we spend nine times more than any other ethnic group on beauty and personal care, yet there's nobody out there making stuff at the apex of beauty and travel. And honestly, it's hard enough to find and just to make stuff in the beauty space. So it's, it's now become a frustration. If you can't tell, I'm like, I'm all frustrated for all of us. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Like, I think I told you before I'm going leaving for an internship literally in like a week. And I was stressing so much because I'm like, I'm going to be gone for like two to three months in French Polynesia, where they do not have a lot of like black <laughs> hair care products or skincare products. And so I'm like yeah. stressing, trying to pack everything I know I'll need. And yeah, it was just, it was a stressful time. <laughs> and, and that shouldn't happen, right? Because, yeah. you know, I, I'm obviously, I'm African-American, right? So I'm like, I'm thinking about our little bubble here, but it's like, if you really think about the black and brown people on the planet, there's a lot, there's mm -hmm. a lot. And you should be able to go to most places and have, um, you know, access to things that work for you. It shouldn't all be you stressing out, trying to figure out how to bring it. We all, I mean, you know, everybody got their quirks. I, I have like I have food allergies. So I like, I have to be mindful of that. Some people have like skin things like that's different, but to be an entire segment of the population and the race, <laughs> the human race, um, and not be acknowledged in, in every aisle is kind of silly. Um, I was in Kenya and I got so mad because I was like, I love to go into stores and, and just kind of walk the aisles and get a sense of how things are different in different countries. And I get to the little hair care section and it looked like that little grody ethnic hair care section that we always have here. Like old school Kmart, you know, In Kenya? Foot. yes. And I was like, you do know it's all black people here. Right. But even with that, you see that the marketplace is still anchored to and centered around European you know, mm. ideals and beauty standards, which by the way, most European women don't even meet up to. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it's, it was, that was one of those like straw that broke the camel's back kind of things. Like I always tell the story of going to Japan and getting like caught off guard and being like, I don't know how to even ask for what I need. But I mean, in a country on a continent that's primary, primarily, you know, black, it's just, it makes it very clear that the industry is missing out on an amazing consumer that 
well, I mean, they're missing out. They're missing out on us. I'm not missing out on us, but they are. <laughs> hey, it's their loss. You know, we can take the money. That's all right. <laughs> Girl, I mean, and, and there's so much room. And I always say like, you know, from like a competitive standpoint, like there's room for everybody to eat. Um, mm-hmm. because we are so underrepresented in so many places. And we know this in travel in general as well. Like this is where we see things like Black Travel Alliance coming together and being like, how are we underrepresented and we out here? <laughs> we make great content, we do great things um, and, and we're still not getting the do that we need as, as travelers and content creators and things like that. So um, there's just so much room to grow. And I don't think we'll hit a ceiling because our buying power as a segment, as a consumer segment is so massive. Um, and so even if we over-index and I'm using like fancy jargon, but even if, you know, we're 14 ish percent of the population, even if we got to 28% of the dollar spend, we still would have headroom because we have that money in our pockets and we're, we're shopping in these categories. We're spending money on travel. We're spending money on the clothes and the luggage covers and the nails and the hair and the jumpers and the matching fanny packs. Like we're here for it. Um, and so I think we really need to be seen. And that's a big, big piece of why I center black travel box the way that I do uh, around the black traveler. And, and I'm very, upfront about it like this this is for us y'all can use it too but this is for us yeah no that's oh well all like super wonderful and I'm like really happy this exists and I love your positive outlook on how like you know there's room for everybody like if you have an interest go ahead and go for it (laughs) just find your niche it's out there exactly so I know you have some big news about Black Travel Box that you wanted to share so feel free to um share with the audience right now. Yeah, thank you so much. I So one of the big challenges uh, coming into COVID, uh, prior to COVID was finding funding. Um, you know, black women get like 0.00, I think 3%, 0.003%, not 0.003, uh, percent of, um, of funding. And that, that was looking at like I think $287 billion of funding that, that wasn't even just VC funding. Cause a lot of people like to quote the VC number and then say, oh, well not, not that many people actually ever get VC funding, but um, we're, we're woefully underfunded. And so 2019 was a very interesting year of, of looking for funding and finding a lot of closed doors and honestly, a lot of dumb questions. Um, do black people really travel? I mean, I don't know that your hair is really that different. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, oh cool. Well, let's go back to high school biology, um, but also <laughs> the, the statistics and the data. Um, and so, you know, coming out of 2020 and COVID and the travel shutdown, 2021 is really the year to to relaunch the brand. Um, and I have some amazing opportunities. We were just on Macy's.com, and it looks like we'll have some more opportunities with them coming soon to be. Um, announced, um, as well as some other retail opportunities. So I'm back to the fundraising game. And we just launched a campaign, a crowd campaign with iFundWomen. It is not a GoFundMe, like you don't have to give anything for free. We are actually selling some amazing rewards, um, some really dope rewards, including my first ever curated trip. Um, We're not a travel company. We're not in the space of selling tickets to travel events. So this really is truly kind of like one of those once in a blue moon type of opportunities. Um, But I am curating basically the trip that I need 
after COVID, which is a luxe weekend in California wine country up in the Bay Area. So we're looking at Napa and Sonoma. Um, some of my favorite wineries are partnering with us. Um, I'm looking to bring out some black sommeliers and wine owners really represent um, our our space within uh, the wine industry and as well as wellness and self-care, right? So we're gonna have some amazing guests, um, some guest speakers. Um, I We haven't fully inked it, but I am about 89% there with, um, with B. Arthur, who is an amazing, not the actress from the Golden Girls, by the way, um, but B is actually this amazing, 5211 license uh, clinical psychiatrist in New York. She's an amazing woman and she's going to be leading some sessions where we can take some time to really fully absorb, let go of all the stuff that we've been through over the last year and absorb this wine country experience. So it is all, I'm calling it Black Girl Magic, um, you know, weekend in the vineyard and it's, it's going to be dope. And there's tons of other things. So if you're like, Ooh, I don't know if I could travel in August, like that's totally fine. I want you to be safe, but we've got a lot of other great rewards. Um, everything from swag to sneak peeks at products that we'll be selling over the holidays and, and gift sets. So it's a great opportunity to get stuff one at discount and two before it sells out. Um, once we launch it in, in Q3. So yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff happening and we're already, we're, we're raising 50K and we're already rounding about 11,000 of that. So I am really excited because we have a few weeks left. Now that all sounds really wonderful. I'm really excited for the like wine tour you're doing in um, Northern California. I feel like um, since I moved to the West Coast, like especially in Oregon, all I do is visit like wineries or vineyards and breweries. So <laughs> So um, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I know. Especially it is really when they treat you well, right? Exactly. Because, like, yeah. The I, I don't know if you remember, but there was an incident with you know a black lady group on the Napa wine train, and they were asked to leave because they were laughing, and it was offensive to be laughing in in brown skin. And so one of the big things that I really want to do is also sort of destigmatize that area because we are welcome in the places that we are welcome in and the places we are welcome in are pretty bomb. So um, some of my favorite places that have the absolute treat you like the queen <laughs> you are, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna cuss, but treat you like the queen that you are, that's where we're gonna be going. And we're partnering with one winery called Repree, which is, oh my God, their wines are amazing. The grounds are amazing. The team that works there is amazing. And I'm just, I'm so excited. So I'm like, even if none of y'all come, I'm going to be there <laughs> enjoying my weekend, getting me a massage and getting my mind right and drinking wine. So. Hey, I understand. Ain't nothing wrong with a solo trip if that comes to it, but y'all just signed up because it sounds phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. And we have a couple people that have already um, signed up. It's limited seats. So I, you know, don't be like, you know, you try to get your friends on a group trip and they're all like, yeah, I want to go, I want to go. And then you're like, okay, so the deposit's due on Wednesday. Like, don't, mm. don't be like the friends <laughs> in that situation. Because once people get wind of it, it's gonna it's gonna move pretty quickly. Off, yeah. um, we're keeping it really intimate, so like eight to ten people max, because uh, it really is meant to be as just 
as immersive as possible, as chill and as wonderful and soul affirming. So lots of great stuff going on there um, on the iFund Women campaign. Yeah, no, everyone definitely check it out. I'll link the iPhone Women website in the show notes so you guys can easily find it. And I'll also link like the Black Travel Box social media and website in there too. So if you're interested in the products or just following them on social media, I know um, you mentioned the Wind Down Wednesdays. Was that it? Yes, every Wednesday at 530 Mountain Time, I just have an excuse to drink wine and talk about travel. Yep. So I'll link all that in the show notes so you can easily find it and just stay in the loop. Um, but that's all I pretty much wanted to cover for today. Thank you so much for um, sharing all this with us, Orion. Um, I really liked hearing more about your travel updates and more about your upcoming trips and Black Travel Box. Thank you so much for having me and so much luck on your amazing three-month internship. Like that sounds... <laughs> Awesome. I can't wait to hear all about it and see the photos. Um, so yeah, but make sure you grab your black travel box before you go out there, girl. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Just in case. <laughs> yeah. And y'all can find, I'll definitely do a recap episode when I come back. So expect that in a few months. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we need chronicles of, of, of hair, a hair journey. And yeah, it's, it's going to be, and I want to see that tan develop. I want to see that brown skin <laughs> come into its full glory because you're going to be out in the sun. I will. I got you. And yeah, the hair journey will be interesting because I'm going to be like scuba diving a lot. So, oh, I love it. I know I I'm excited, but I'm like, what am I about to do with this hair? <laughs> Girl, look, okay. So we're going to have to hook you up. We'll, we'll have to hook you up because yeah. <laughs> Because you can't get in salt water and then yeah. be like, oh, I'm just going to leave it or just rinse it. Like you no. have to get up in there and yeah, and, yeah massage it and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear about it. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> no problem. We'll see you later. <laughs>